0: Hi so this is Bridget and I am here with Justin (laughs) and this is the Couples Development Podcast this is our first episode we're so excited to have you all listening so I will just share a little bit about myself. My name is Bridget, and I am currently in graduate school studying to be a marriage and family therapist. And I am dating my wonderful boyfriend, Justin. And I will let him share about himself.
1: Yes, yes. And I am Justin, as Bridget has shared. And we've been dating, luckily, for a little over a year now. And uh, one of the things we wanted to do during this uh COVID 19 uh, pandemic, well, obviously, from perspective, it's not ideal. Uh, we're looking for ways to stay creative and where are the opportunities to grow our relationship. And I know since both of us are always trying to become smarter and better and uh, better people, we thought it would be an idea of hey, maybe we can connect with some other people and share what we're reading, listening, and watching to uh, connect with others. So um, with that, Bridget, anything to add on that?
0: That is pretty accurate, I would say. Um, Yeah, we um, just wanted to, like Justin was saying, have a podcast um, just with the purpose of um, sharing anything that's kind of on our minds, connecting with other couples um, and just yeah, just kind of a group share of anything we have going on. Um, I know we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about um, what this show isn't about. Um, So, you know, of course, Justin, and I will just flat out say, you know, we're not perfect. We're not experts in um, relationships or anything like that. Um, We just like Justin was sharing, wanted to try this as a fun date idea to grow our own relationship and connect with other couples who also want to grow in our interpersonal development. So that's just a little bit kind of of what um, you can expect from this show and what you can't expect. We're not
1: one of those Instagram couples that are smooching and showing off to everyone. So you don't need to worry. Or if you're looking for what we look Definitely. like in that. <laughs>
0: yeah definitely not that that is um 10 out of 10 not us so and if you lucky
1: you and if you can tell we're, we're fo- following our uh, state orders here we're we're calling in on our own separate cell phones we're socially distancing while on a date right now so <laughs> yes. we're in compliance <laughs> here
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely try to be creative while um just maintaining social distance and the safe at home orders so this is a fun date idea. We thought we would try. And yes, um, abiding by the regulations for sure.
1: And you know, it's funny, Bridge. I know we've, we've had many conversation on this on how like our mindsets are and how maybe we can accomplish our goals. And, and when we first started talking about this, you know, to get over the hurdle, we're like, you know what? Let's just try one episode. Uh, instead of mm-hmm. starting out and saying we're going to do 100 or 1,000 episodes, let's start with one. And if we see if we like this or not, maybe we'll do another. And and if that's the case, we'll go from there. That uh, we're not setting our expectations up for anything with this, uh, but it, we look mm-hmm. at it as a fun opportunity to have fun with one another and to uh, connect with other great couples out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. Just, yeah, a fun thing. And, yeah, just starting with one episode, not feeling like it has to be um, this huge Um this huge thing just doing one episode seeing how we like it and go from there
1: now I know we talked about Bridget this is our date idea that I don't think many couples are going to want to start a podcast uh you know what maybe silently one partner you never know yeah well one partner maybe want to create a podcast of of why they're always right in the relationship and and why the other person's wrong that could be a one-sided podcast but uh <laughs> Sure, what, what what do you think are some fun data? What's one date idea that you have enjoyed or are considering, uh, during the, uh, stay at home order, stay at home owner orders during this time?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I think from my standpoint, I think, um, there's a lot of opportunities for couples and I have really appreciated it with our relationship. I feel like we've gotten pretty creative. Um, I think like a couple things. you know, what's been fun is just, you know, we have all this technology with FaceTime and Zoom and things like that. And I, I've just been really inspired by um, just hearing different data ideas, like something as simple as like watching a show together while on FaceTime, um, playing a game like Uno or Life or Monopoly or whatever kind of game you like, Um, just, you know, keeping things creative. I think that when, um, you know, it's really easy I feel like sometimes uh, conversations can be a little um, low energy or mundane or just, um, you know, there's so much going on and just, you know, you're constantly in it with the news and thinking about it. And so, to you know, maybe make a point of like, let's just have a couple minutes here or a date over the phone um, where we can just kind of un- and just uh, do a mindless game like that. I think that's huge um, and just can really um, make the best out of a, um, a difficult situation.
1: You know, that's, uh, as you're speaking there, I, I, I know we each said that we're going to give one day idea, but I I thought of another, as you talked about FaceTime and over time that what it would be an idea is if, you know, you're watching your favorite TV show together and then your next FaceTime idea, you pretend that you're, uh, one of the characters in the show and you're having to pretend Mm. to do that. And maybe we can consider that in future dates, Bridget.
0: That's good.
1: I'll be, I'll be I yeah I like friends.
0: that I was gonna say what show so okay we're doing friends I'd, I'd be Monica. I feel like during this this quarantine there's been a lot of cleaning going on so I'd be monica
1: <laughs> well that that's for good. sure I we can talk about that offline I think that's funny so that we'll, we can we'll talk about it yeah um my my date idea I which I loved when I came across it was uh i I love trying to be funny and thinking of things lightheartedly that I got an idea for uh, with some of the clients I work with, I'm a finance professional that they said, Oh, for your clients that have young kids, uh, send them this 30 day Lego idea, uh, where basically they pretend Mm -hmm. uh, based off of a scenario that that's their life. And like some scenarios were like, Oh, you build a rocket ship or uh, maybe build a fort of what it would look like or your dream house. And I immediately thought, well, kids, what do you mean? I'm, I'm in my twenties. I think this would be a fun date idea just as a couple to talk about some of the scenarios on there and, and to kind of use that as a team building exercise per se to uh, come together and be goofy and to have fun with one another. I mean, during this time, it's obviously serious. And my opinion, the more uh, child type games you can do, the more humor you can find in a time like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Something to just engage that creative part of your brain. Um, I think can be so easily lost um with everything going on. So I love your point about just doing the best we can to keep things um lighthearted when possible.
1: I mean, maybe even creating your own news show or something like that on only positive yeah. things, I don't know. But
0: yeah. It'd always be fun yeah. to be a
1: news anchor at one point.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: there's It's never too late. You know, Bridget, as a future marriage and family therapist, maybe we can add a a section to uh news segments instead of sports and weather and be like, now in marriage (laughs) and family developments, we have Bridget Mankey. What do they have on uh John and Jane Watson going in the household tonight?
0: Well there's uh there's there's definitely an opportunity there.
1: John didn't do the dishes and Jane is mad again. Back to you, Frank.
0: You know, you'd never know what you would get. Sometimes it'd be quick little snip- snippets and whole stories. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an opportunity. Maybe that could be a new career in marriage and family therapy. Who
1: knows? Can transform the news industry forever. <laughs>
0: forever. Not sure how many listeners or watchers we'd get with that, but
1: we'll we'll see. And probably people be tuning in. Oh, my neighbors! I knew they were up fighting about something. <laughs> I figured out why. <laughs> probably. Probably. All right. So I know we've been uh, trying to read books and we're big into journaling and reflecting during this time and how we can come out of this event stronger than we were coming in. And I know uh, through our own private dates, we've been talking about some of our own reflections. And basically, Mm -hmm. uh, Bridget, I'd love to get your comments on this of words really matter that we use in our Mm -hmm. daily life without maybe being aware that we use them. Like, for example, I, I know sometimes when you ask me how my day is or even what my family will, I would say, oh, it was so busy. I I just had this. And I, I feel like me personally, sometimes if as I continually to always use that word, I may just be using that word. In reality, I, I may not be busy, which causes me to be more stressful than I really need to be. Uh, so mm-hmm. I know that's something I'm working on in terms of, being conscious of overusing certain words and and whether or not how I really feel is lining up with the actual uh, reality taking place. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I think that's huge. And just yeah, I mean, I I know we're just chatting about this. And yeah, just that idea that um, the words we to be aware of the words we use and to, you know, think is that really what I mean? I know, um, you actually pointed out to me a couple days ago, which I was so thankful for that um, I used the word struggle a lot. And when um, you pointed that out to me, I you just kind of thought like, oh, do we? I, I had no idea. And I was just reflecting on it and thinking, do I really? And kind of digging back and I just caught myself today. I was about to say it and actually chose so a different word. Um, but then what was really interesting was uh, Justin actually looked up the definition for me and read it. Um, And the word struggle was much more intense or um, just like, like more burdensome than I had intended it to. So I think it's totally that point. um, Like you were saying just that the words we use really matter. And sometimes we can get so accustomed to using them that they don't actually reflect our current situation or how we really feel.
1: Could, could not agree more. And I, I imagine that you know, for people that are journaling during this time, uh, who knows, maybe there might be some revelations that, you know, they might be picking up in their own relationships. And, and you know, I would say, too, you know, we, we, I feel like we are always working towards having open dialogue on communicating with each other that, you know, since we've been talking about ahead of time, like, hey, since we both kind of are accountable to one another, that our hope is that you would be open to share sharing things about me and pointing things out to me when, uh, I may be using a word too much or whatnot. And, and that no offense is taken, uh, when, when we try and do that for one another that I guess, I suppose (laughs) it's, it's not what you said. It's the way you say it.
0: (laughs) I, yeah, I totally know what you mean. And I think just, you know, like, yeah, like, I, I think that sometimes in, um, you know, that can always get tricky. But I think I love how, um, you know, just going at it with the aspect of, you know, we're both into personal development and just, um, you know, that's a value of ours. So just when things are being shared or like point out and things, yeah, I totally agree with you. Just that it's um, an opportunity to grow and to just uh, point things out that perhaps we didn't realize um, yeah, I think that's a really awesome part of a relationship and our relationship.
1: Well, even too, I, you know, again, I'm my, you're the marriage and family therapist here. So I I'm, I'm just some guy (laughs) that you're on a podcast with here that you're dating. But, you know, if I were to make a hypothesis is that if couples, you know, have conversation, my guess is that it's important for couples on the front end to be aware that at some point you know your partner may share something with you and but if you agree with each other ahead of time that you're, you're each other's best friends that everything you're trying to say and do is with the best intent possible it's not to try and pry mm-hmm. a, a fork in them or try to get a jab that it's authentic that you truly want the best for them and i think having that understanding and and having open dialogue about that can really just com- create or leave the communication lines open and fully authentic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to try a second career path as a marriage and family therapist? Cause that was exactly correct.
1: No, I, I think <laughs> I'm, ding, I ding. Be, I'd be too blunt to be a marriage and family therapist. I, I have a <laughs> feeling that I maybe in session one, I'd say, yeah, you're not going to make it. Let's, let's <laughs> move on to somebody else here
0: okay okay maybe not that a second career
1: or or I'd say well why'd you say that
0: (laughs) okay okay maybe we'll rethink the second career
1: option um but no uh, maybe go through training and I would say oh well I I don't think I'd be cut out for it too much I (laughs) I think your personality and how you're able to gain the full picture and understanding and and come off as a very understanding person which I obviously try to be and sometimes I speak my mind too quickly
0: no, uh, you <laughs> you bring things to light and you um you know bring out those those truths and I think just to, to go off kind of what you were saying just with communication um I think that's so important just regardless of whatever type of information, excuse me, whatever type of relationship you're in, to just when you communicate, always just assume the best intention. I think that's kind of what it comes down to. Because, you know, I feel like that can, like what you were sharing before about tone, and just like the words we use, like, if you are in a relationship that is, um, you know, with the common goal of wanting to make each other the best versions of yourselves, um, then anything one says should be leading to that so to just you know maybe um to just take a step back from something that was said and if um you know you're having some sort of reaction to it or um you know just um yeah just um have hurt feelings or something to just always kind of look back and be like okay i think this person had good intent and go from there rather than just automatically assuming um yeah like this was a jab or this was something to hurt me because I think just communication is such a huge aspect of any type of relationship.
1: And Bridget, I think this ties into when we said that our relationship is not perfect and that when I said that it's not what you said, it's the way you said it. I know I am a very good violator of that, that with my and bluntness as I've shared at times, no, I'm sure I say things that don't come off as, as <laughs> sweet as I otherwise could make my voice to be. So I, I appreciate how you understand that, but I, I, I do feel in our relationship that's been a strong point to where we've established that, that on the front end. And I've warned you that at times I could do that, but um, I'm I'm trying to always be conscious of that.
0: Yeah, no, I... And you communicated that you were blunt. And so <laughs> that's how communication plays earlier. But no, in all seriousness, I, I think just... Um, I appreciate your personality just personally, because I think that I, people are probably already understanding this from the way I'm talking, but I have a tendency to just kind of, um, la, 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 and like beat around the bush. And I feel like you've done such a good job to like refocus and um, get to the the meat of the conversation, I suppose. So yeah, to just kind of know your partner and um, their communication style and just, um, yeah.
1: You know, one thing you said that comes to mind here I know our, our, relation, our podcast is called Couples Develop, not Singles Develop. And if, if you were a single person uh, wanting to get into a relationship, what comes to mind here is, is really just what the expectation is of the relationship. Mm-hmm. But in terms sure. of, you know, of what we're talking about here, that, that if your expectation is um, that there'll never be any disagreements or they'll never say... Anything that uh, sure. hurts your feelings or or whatnot, that that can be a way that you may just be setting yourself up per- personally to fail because mm-hmm. we're dealing with two separate people here that are naturally just going to have two different thought processes, feeling two different ways at during times of the day. That I just feel like expectations can be so important in a positive mm-hmm.
0: way. Yeah, I I completely agree, and to just. Um to know that like, uh, yeah, like I think it's, um, the, to just to remember and to always know that, um, you know, a relationship never completes you, um, that it's, it it should always be like an asset, um, to an already fulfilling and whole life.
1: And, and I, and I agree. That's why, you know, when, when I was single, I felt like I was in a relationship with donuts and cake because, uh, that really helped fulfill me during that time. And I realized those are just empty calories and (laughs) they weren't making me better. Lesson learned. Speaking of which on a side note, how much I love cake that uh, I'm the type of person that buys a cake uh, just to get, just because I got through the week that during this pandemic uh, last week, I bought myself a cake because what the heck, it's a celebration. And you just don't need a cake to celebrate birthdays, anniversaries, or graduations. For listeners out there, if you want to eat a cake any time of the year, go ahead. It will gladly accept you.
0: I, the cake will gladly accept you, and you will also gladly accept the cake.
1: Cakes are more friendly than happy dogs. Let's put it that way.
0: That is, <laughs> that's, that's a true statement right there.
1: And they may be better trained. You know, yeah Stay, sit.
0: that's very true cakes are more likely to um you know just listen to and um maybe not like pee on the floor or something so a cake is always a better a better idea for happiness than a puppy although
1: I think would be. they may be messy I, I had to admit i was i was <laughs> throwing my cake box away today and i dropped it down the stairs and all the sprinkles and everything <laughs> went everywhere so they, are, they could be just as messy as animals <laughs> for the <laughs> direction that I actually going to need to go clean my place after this because of that. Okay. Or anyway, all right. We got some emails and, and uh, relationship questions here that I thought uh, would be fun to answer here, Bridget. Mm-hmm. Um, first one comes from uh, Frank and Wanda. Um, Wanda asks us my boyfriend, Frank refuses to eat leftovers and I have a feeling it's going to create issues moving forward what should I do Hmm. Bridget that is a uh one for you
0: relationship question well first reading this question I think the one important thing that I'm noticing right away is like this seems this might seem to some people like such a trivial issue um but at the same time like it's it's so many seemingly small things can definitely add up. And I think that, you know, like if, um, you know, this issue of eating leftovers, maybe there's like another issue with, um, cleanly, like, like one person is a really neat person. One person's a really messy person. Maybe, um, you know, one person likes to do different things for fun versus another person. Just, I think just the overarching idea that strikes me about this question is, um, differences in opinions or differences in in ways of doing things. Um, So I guess I would just, I mean, what a comment I have on this situation specifically is just the importance of communication Um, and just kind of digging into kind of um, what the issue is here is, um, you know, is not eating leftovers, is that, um does does the person think that that's wasteful or is that causing like a financial strain whereas like um the the other partner is feeling like they have to spend more money to always keep you know either get more food and the leftovers are going to waste um that's what strikes me about the question initially is just to communicate and i think that as different like you were sharing before a relationship is two people coming together and they have two different ways of doing things and opinions and feelings and to just come together and normalize that and compromise somehow i think is so huge whatever the main issue is
1: that that is well said now if (laughs) me reading this this goes back to my initial comments if i was a marriage and family therapist (laughs) reading this i'd be like well the leftovers are a big deal breaker you gotta move on baby you gotta move on
0: that would be a synopsis
1: you know it's funny one of my friends one time told me uh that they and you actually this ties into you Bridget is a huge and avid coffee drinker that one of my friends told me one time uh and I am not a coffee drinker that uh they thought I was undateable (laughs) because they would never date somebody who did not drink coffee um So I guess everybody has their deal breakers here. And, and when it comes to true. leftovers, I mean, I wonder what Wanda's expectation is of Frank to how many days old he would have to eat leftovers that that's, mean, does you want to get him sick? That's or, so yeah. Or even the opportunity that Frank's doing you a favor that now it leaves more room in the fridge for you to buy things that you want. Um, I mean, leftovers i'll let's add that to the list for potential deal breakers sometimes it's uh you know religion or what many things besides that uh but let's add leftovers and coffee to these deal breakers here i
0: think that's an important conversation to have before entering into a relationship and i think i mean a positive way to view the situation like with you um i expected resounding just like shock that you weren't a coffee drinker when you said that from um people listening but in my opinion then that just means more coffee for me so maybe <laughs> um wanda can just put a positive spin maybe wanda loves leftovers and maybe she's just really surprised that frank doesn't but maybe she can put a positive spin on like oh if we don't enjoy the same thing more for me
1: i don't know i if if i Look, read in the email. I think Wanda's dumping Frank soon here. So uh, maybe I that's my that's my, my my unexpert prediction is that Wanda will be single in the next couple of weeks by design and she will be uh on her tinder or bumble online profile or even using a pickup line in in person of hey do you like leftovers
0: (laughs) she should definitely like if she is like using tinder or bumble or some sort of online dating app she should definitely put put that in her bio like leftover not eating leftovers is a deal breaker (laughs) that way (laughs) she will not run into this problem again
1: agreed agreed uh okay next question uh are there any books we can read as a couple to help move our relationship forward? Miss hmm. marriage and family therapist. What do we got here?
0: I, the answer, I mean, the simple answer is yes. Um, the uh, question to dig a little deeper is just kind of what you're looking for. I think.
1: Is it the sports illustrated? I, yes. edition code? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, me, me, I mean, if a couple wanted like a conversation topic that could be something so if you were a marriage family therapist Justin is that what you would um assign for your couples
1: no because (laughs) I wouldn't get any business if I always that. okay
0: good good so we understand um but no I think that um just going off of Justin's just you can read anything together if there's like a topic or a hobby you both want to learn more about I think that would be a cool bonding activity if you're Looking for um books on communication. Um, you know, of course there's tons of resources for that, not even just books, but just blogs, podcasts, things like that. Um we actually just read a really good book that we really liked. Um it was called Eight Dates by um John Gottman. And I'm kind of a relationship nerd by profession, but I think Justin liked it. I don't know if you can share.
1: (laughs) I do. I, I before I met Bridget, I would read a lot of books by myself and just knowing how there's being a non-marriage and family therapist here, finance professional, um, I still obviously want to do everything I can to have my relationship succeed. And so in knowing that I had to gain a better understanding of myself and knowing how much of a reader I am, to have met Bridget who shares the same values I think is so important. I, I remember hearing one of my friends say, Oh my gosh, you read couples books together. What a drag that would be. And, and I just laughed, but internally I was like, I'm so thankful. I met Bridget because I personally could not date somebody that was not into reading and, and trying to learn from other experts in the field and uh, how to move our relationship forward. Uh, just because, you know, within those books, typically, you know, there's all things that can, um, while within love in a relationship, there's many things to that, you know, that there's family items, there's money items, uh, all sorts of things that require adult conversations to be had. And I just think that I'm so thankful with Bridget, you being a a therapist here, or soon to be, uh, of having those resources. And I feel that those are bringing us closer together because, uh, there's great ideas in there and, and not only that you just read them, but then we continually to, uh, revisit them over a period of time to make sure that, um, we're still, our relationship still staying as strong as, as it once was when we first read it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, yeah. And I definitely think too, that, um, you know, just, um, there's definitely, like with the book that we read together, just about um, the different, um, it brought up some different conversations just about um, different things. And um, it had a couple of just topics um, that are um, important to relationships. Um, So that was kind of the premise of the book that it had eight different relationship topics that each chapter kind of walked through, which, I mean, I thought was um, a good I thought it was nice to just walk through in our relationship just to bring up those things. And I think also if there's a kind of topic um, that perhaps you want to chat about, I think a book can kind of prompt you in a way. If you're like nervous about bringing it up for whatever reason, you can kind of be like, Oh, it was in the book. Let's talk about it. Um, So yeah, I think just like finding a book that works for you both and um, would be beneficial for whatever, whatever thing you want to, um, work on, I suppose. Um, Yeah, is what I think. I think it's kind of like, to me, like, I remember um, when I first met Justin, and he had mentioned that he had read a couple of the books that um, I had read or were on my reading list, or I hadn't even heard just about couples. And I just thought that was um, very attractive, first of all, because I also like reading. But also just um, what a good way to like Justin kind of touched on to get to know yourself better before um, entering into a relationship. It's like, if you have an ailment or an illness of some sort, um, Justin, as much as I respect your opinion, I'd probably go to a doctor. Um, so kind of in the same way, like if you have just a relationship um, conflict or you know just something you wanna talk about to go to the experts, so to speak. There's a book for that, like there's an app for that. Same thing.
1: And in, in your comment there too, Bridget, um what comes to mind too, that if, you know, we're talking about both me and you are on the same page, that that's kind of a, a value of ours of, is lo- learning and growing. And I'm assuming that the people who will be listening to this podcast mm-hmm. share that. And again, I'll touch on someone who's single here that you might be thinking, well, how do I meet somebody that mm-hmm. is, wants to be like that? And I feel actually it's a relatively, it's, Maybe difficult to actually meet them, but it's an easier way to figure out if if you have a shared value or commonality in terms of reading books and wanting to get smarter. Because if wanting to develop is really important to you in a relationship, and and right away you introduce someone and that you're interested in them, and you find out that they don't like reading, they don't like, they're not into other ideas that these things that are recommended in the books seem ludicrous to them, you're getting a pretty good idea that this person, probably there's going to be some friction there. Um, And having a realistic expectation for how somebody is rather than trying to change them, I think is uh, you can get a good gauge of for yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And and I think too, kind of going back to um, what you were sharing, Justin, about um, just not having these crazy expectations about relationships, like, you know, ne- you, we're never going to fight, we're never going to have disagreements, um, that that really is, you know, kind of setting yourself up for disappointment. Um, and to just be wary that, you know, just in conversations um, that you have with your partner, um, just as time goes on, I mean, things are definitely going to come up and even if you disagree on something, just to remember that um, it's not the end of the world often.
1: No, <laughs> so it is. So. Okay.
0: From Justin's relationship, marriage and family therapist standpoint. No, but, you know, I mean, and obviously, like, we all have our deal breakers, like Wanda with leftovers, you know, but maybe that's not a deal breaker for you. Maybe something else is. Um, and to just know that, you know, if, if you hit disagreement, um, to just not worry too much, but that it can be worked through.
1: All right. Last question here. I'm in my mid-20s. Oh, this is a good one. Bridget. I'm in my mid-20s and I'm concerned that I will not get an Easter basket from my parents due to the quarantine. If I don't get one, does that mean they like me less? What if one of my siblings get one and I don't? Oh, well, you're definitely not the favorite. Yeah, just, just know
0: that right off the bat. <laughs>
1: Out of luck. <laughs> um, if you're in your mid-20s and you're concerned about getting an Easter basket, I totally can understand that's a, that's a big, your year can be made or made or broken by the Agreed. Easter basket. Um, I think if you've been getting them in years past in your twenties, that's uh, a, a nice gift just to be receiving. And that uh, if, if you're also somebody that wants to be in your private life saying that you want to be treated as an adult and be taken seriously, uh, which I don't know mm-hmm. if you are or not, but if you are, and you're complaining about getting an Easter basket, there might be a disconnect there.
0: Agreed. Agreed.
1: I mean, who knows? Maybe he's got some good peeps in that basket. I love peeps.
0: You could also, like, (laughs) you know, if one of your siblings gets one and you don't, you can, like, bargain with them. Like, maybe, you know, like, $5 for a pack of peeps or something. I don't know. Depending on your siblings, they might be into
1: that. Five bucks—that's pretty sweet. Can't you well, buy a, a like a four-pack okay, dollar dollars? I haven't bought peeps in a while. But what if they're
0: really important?
1: See, I stay up on the sugar where, market, Bridget. I I know I have my. No
0: idea. Okay. Well, then if in the, if that's the case, Justin's advice is to go to the dollar store and create your own Easter basket. Actually, just with um, well, this the situation we have going on currently in social distancing, Amazon i'm sure amazon has peeps
1: yes 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 all right good so um if you have other questions or if you want to submit them to us couplesdevelop at gmail.com we're happy to receive them and they may uh, show up here on episodes in the future but um that's what we had here for today. Bridget, anything else you want to add?
0: Nothing. Um, yeah, I think you wrapped it up nicely. That is kind of what our outline was for today. So yeah, feel free to shoot us any
1: questions you have. I don't know about you, Bridget. I don't know about you, but I, I have had a good time uh, doing this podcast. I know we originally said one that maybe we can talk after this that if you enjoyed it, maybe it might be another one. I think
0: I totally agree with you. I think we should chat about that. I, this was really fun.
1: Cool. Well, uh, it, one of the point we've talked about in the future is maybe considering interviewing other couples, having them mm-hmm. on the show with us to make it, you know, from a math perspective, it would be couples and couples develop, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we're not there yet, but, uh, very, very good time doing this with you, Bridget. And uh, yeah, same
0: to you. Talk to you soon.